feeling we're not in Kansas anymore. Doctor, doctor, please come here quick. My big brother is awfully sick. He's got a froggy down in his throat. It's true, I heard it. He can't sing a single note. Tyler. And I'm Katie. You're listening to Nostalgia, the podcast where today we are actually going to try Dr. Looney's remedy and see if it works. You'll get better. What a weird specific thing. Listen, um, if you ever watched the Goofy movie growing up, what you may remember better than the Goofy movie itself is the music video Dr. Looney's remedy. Can I be pedantic and correct you? What? The title of the movie is not the Goofy movie. It is a Goofy movie. Well, you can just go to heck. What can you tell us about the Goofy... About Oh, I just did it. See, you did it. What can you tell us about a Goofy movie, Kate? Um, it's a delightful father-son tale. Um, <laughs> it's something that I actually do remember fondly, mostly because it was one of the only tapes that we owned, I think, one of the only VHS tapes in my house growing up. And there's some, some songs. Max just wants to get to that dang Powerline concert. <laughs> um, and Goofy's just trying to connect with his son following his wife's tragic death. So... Not necessarily. We don't know what happened to his wife. She could have divorced them. She could have left. There's no. There's never been an explanation. If I was married to Goofy, I would probably divorce him. That's worrisome because... <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, <laughs> fill in the blank. This could um, be the last episode. <laughs> Whoa! Yuck. <laughs> I hate you. So shocking that you've seen this. I'm trying to think of how much or how little of this to bring up, but like we've bonded over this movie... In fact, I think this maybe you misled me a little bit uh, by accident early on in our relationship because we discussed this movie the way that, you know, people get together, they start dating, and they start, you know, recounting childhood memories. And a big one for both of us was a Goofy movie. Yeah. Which probably made me think, oh, she saw all sorts of stuff of this ilk. And only later did I realize the full extent of your ignorance of these uh, 90s and early 2000s pieces of media. So it's just, you just... By coincidence, you owned this? Yeah, That's we it. owned it. I mean, no... come on. Like, were you like a Disney mega movies. Goofy fan? So you were like, Mom, give me the Goofy movie. No, I think it just like showed up one day, you know? Like how, you know, when you're little and things just kind of like show up and uh-huh. you're like, oh, I, I, didn't, I didn't ask for this. And as we talked about yeah. last week, you said you hadn't really seen Goof Troop? No, not really. Because this think. is the movie sequel to yeah. that show. But it totally works on its own, because I really hadn't seen a lot of Goof Troop either. Okay, so I'm just, I'm amazed how much you, uh, I'm just shocked. I can't believe it that you actually saw this. This is the part normally in an episode where I give you the long history of the character Goofy, but we already did that on our Goof Troop episode last Great, week. Great, let's skip it. So anybody who's listening and wants to hear about Goofy's origins going back to 1932, when he was Dippy Dog, you can just tune into our Goof Troop episode. Dippy Dog just... Sounds disgusting. Sounds like a way eggs could be prepared. I'll have yeah. my eggs, dippy dog style. It was directed by Kevin Lima. He later co-directed the Disney Tarzan movie, which is a pretty big deal compared to this. And he's the director, he's not co-director, but the director of Enchanted, that Amy Adams, McDreamy movie, uh, the live action one. It was written by Jim, J-Y-M-N. This is a person's first name. Magan, Magoon, Chris Matheson, and Brian... Pimentol? None of these people sound right. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it was released in theaters. This is actually a theatrical film on April 7th, 1995. Right in the midst of like 
and I don't mean to make goofy, to belittle Goofy movie because I love it, but it's definitely not of the quality of the movies that surrounded it. No, which would have yeah. been like in '95 would have been around the time of Lion King had come out not too long before. Mm. Pocahontas is coming out. It was right in the midst of that really good streak of Disney uh, animated movies in the '90s. It's the sequel to the Goof Troop show, which was had done its whole original run in 1992, but was still airing on the Disney Afternoon in 95 when this came out, and would still into 96. So you could watch that on TV and then go see this. The studio, or the subsidiary studio that made this, because Disney, obviously, is the studio. But it was made specifically by a subdivision called Disney Movie Tunes. That doesn't sound real either. I'm just saying Jim... <laughs> Jim Magoon. Jim Lagoon and Disney movie tunes. None of this sounds real. So this Di- sounds like a computer, like uh, when they do those things where a computer like reads all the Harry Potter books and then makes a yeah, Harry it's like, Potter. It's like I taught an chapter. AI to read, yeah, yeah. to make a, a goofy movie. Um, even the title. So what you need to know here, and I won't bore you too much. Walt Disney Animation Studios is the actual part of Disney. That made all of the movies you know, from Snow White up until, you know, uh, Aladdin, Lion King, all that good stuff. Yes. That's where all the money was, the top talent. That's what that studio was for. They made theatrical, like, A-grade movies. They created this Disney Movie Tunes studio, I think in the 80s, because whoever was running Disney at the time, their philosophy was like, we have all these great properties. Kids will buy anything. They'll make their parents buy anything. So if we create a worse cartoon studio... That just cheaply makes sequels and stuff to movies that already exist, like Aladdin, Return of Jafar, Cinderella 2 and 3, Little Mermaid 2 and 3, all that stuff. That's what Disney Movie Tunes was. They weren't wrong. And generally, I am very biased against Disney Movie Tunes. I can't believe any of my brain and opinions are devoted to this, but they are. I usually would uh, speak only negatively about the movies they make, like those weird sequels, these direct-to-tape sequels or direct-to-DVD sequels, but a Goofy movie... I think is so good compared to all the other stuff Disney movie tunes made. Like it was a rare treat. They later made a sequel in 2000 called An Extremely Goofy Movie. Have you ever seen that? No. That was direct to video though. That did not get released in theaters. I didn't like it as much, but I definitely had it. Kate, why is this good? Um, Why'd you like it so much? Do you think that this uh, movie shaped the way that you interacted with your own father? No. And that's what's weird about it. When I, I loved this movie as a kid. I watched it a lot. I revisited it in high school when I went through my first wave of like nostalgic memories that weren't even that old then. It was like 10 years before that, that Uh I was a kid watching it. And when I revisited it, I watched it and I was like, I don't remember all this father-son stuff. And it it made me really emotional and still does. Like I really, this father-son stuff connects with me, but I have a great relationship with my dad. It's not like I Mm -hmm. watch it and I'm like, oh my God, I have a terrible, like I have a good relationship with him. I just really, I think for all the media I've consumed in my life and continue to, I don't know that they often let fathers and sons have the emotional beat, especially in something that's kind of frivolous and silly like this. In just that way that, like, that American society way that, like, men aren't supposed to show emotion. Okay. I don't know. Do you agree? Disagree? I'd agree. I agree. So maybe it's just because it's rare to see that. I don't know. Here's why I think it's good. You got some catchy music. Is it, though? Is the music actually The music is this? probably... Yeah, it's probably... We're when's gonna the last time? When's the last time you watched this? I don't know. Like, high school, Did, maybe. I made you watch it you in high school. You made me watch it in high school. Okay. I don't know. I don't know why it's good. Oh, The Leaning Tower of Jesus. Is it That's just good? good? So, is this just... Like, you would always ask me this on this podcast. Is I this know, just good because be. you watched it as a kid a lot? Well, we're gonna find out. And Let's then, this was, I think, my number one favorite movie as a kid. More than anything. It's etched into my brain. I wore the tape out. 
This was it. I know I watched Shrek every day for a month or two, but I watched this consistently for years as a little kid mm. until we stopped having a VHS player and then I found it later. Um, and I, I didn't like musicals. I would have self-identified as a kid who... You, you're laughing at my notes. You can. I want you to say that in a second, what you're reading there. But I definitely identified as a kid that would say, like, I don't want to watch a musical. Musicals are dumb. They're for girls or whatever thing, mm. uninformed thing I would have said. But I would sit through this happily and it's mm-hmm. 100% a musical just as much as... Pretty much any other Disney movie. But also, there's a lot of like weird preteen romance in this movie. And I, that's, this is probably the first movie that exposed me to just the idea of being having a crush on somebody mm-hmm. or falling in love or in the silly kid way that it does. Mm-hmm. And I mean this as a compliment. Because I think I'm she's, so I think she's, I mean, I don't mean this as an insult and I don't mean this in a weird way, but Max's love interest in this movie, Roxanne. Oh my God. In a don't good way. Don't even say it. Don't even in, say in, it. What, what do my notes say? Oh my God. You said, is Katie equals Roxanne? <laughs> you think I look like a cartoon dog? No, 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 no. Is Roxanne a dog? Is Goofy a dog? Yeah, everyone's a dog, and yeah, we know that old Pluto thing from Stand By Me. I'm just concerned. um, The object of Max's affection, who you see him dreaming about, and you see him have this really, what I think is very funny and realistic, do you think I look like a dog? Awkward encounter in the school when they bump into each other and drop their papers. Not that no, you don't look like a dog, but you have the. I'm poking it. You have this little like cute little freckle thing above your lip. Roxanne, the dog in this movie, has that exact same beauty mark. It's weird. So is it a coincidence, or did I seek out a wife who has a similar... Who looks like a cartoon dog. No, you do not. Oh my god. Alright guys, we're gonna watch it now. Oh my god. (laughs) No. Kate, you're beautiful. I love you. This cartoon dog better be pretty. She's... she's No, see, it sounds just as weird to try to say that the cartoon dog is pretty. (laughs) Get ready, guys. This is gonna be a bumpy ride. It might end with my divorce. (laughs) If I was married to Goofy, I'd divorce him too. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. They've been laughing since I can remember. But they're not gonna laugh anymore. No more Maxie the Geek. No more Goof of the Week like before. No more algebra tests till September. No more looking at losers like him. No more having to cheat. No more mystery meat. No more gym. No more gym. No more gym. No more gym. Gonna move to the mall. Gonna live in the pool. Gonna talk to Roxanne and not feel like a fool. Cause after today, I'm gonna be cruising. After today, she'll be mine. After today, my brains will be snoozing. If I don't think, I'll be fine. The thing kids today miss out on. I'm gonna go on my kids today rant. Oh, God. No, uh, Guys, thank you for joining us for the Kids Today rant. No uh, FBI warning at the start of the movie. Is the FBI that concerned about You wouldn't a download movie? a car. <laughs> I remember just getting so hype. At this Walt <laughs> Disney Home Video <gasps> set. <laughs> just like insane. <laughs> ad for the, the Pocahontas Sega Genesis game. And the kid's just going, cool, I can make her run. I remember desperately wanting these. Oh, these Disney interactive CD-ROM games? Yes. I never had Not any understanding of these. that I no, not only did not have a Sega Genesis, <laughs> I did not have a computer. <laughs> I barely had a TV. My TV had wood sides. It was wooden. Are you sure you weren't just looking at a box of wood and, and thinking? 
I think I might have been. Oh my god. I didn't even think of that. That wasn't a TV cake. Wow, Parachute Express. So, Parachute Express is a, they were a band, like a children's yeah, like musical a, act. Like, they would like have been the Wiggles. On, they would have been on Kid's Corner. Yeah. Can you describe this for anyone who doesn't it know what we're watching? It is a neon nightmare. <laughs> I know every word of this. It I gets better. It put in the glue. Stir it up loop. <laughs> Make it boil <laughs> Why do I know this? But oh, I did didn't. the dance. I did it all. This is so intense looking also. Yes, this is the most There's busy, like, wild scroll. screen. There is a cartoon in the background that is like a green screen. The singers are in front of it. Sometimes there are children dancing. And mm -hmm. then there's a third layer yes. scrolling of in front of them. more crazy cartoon stuff. And what is the premise of this song? They... Dr. Looney's going to fix you up. Who's Dr. Looney? He's that cartoon bird He's that's just a goofy around? bird, yeah. I don't think that bird's really an MD though. <laughs> Look at those babies spinning around in the background. There's a cauldron. Don't drink from a cauldron. If someone says that it is it's medicine, medicine and they're serving it to you from a cauldron, it's not medicine. This is going on for quite a while. It's very long. I used to watch it every time too, though. Google Parachute Express Network. They were a band. Oh, no. Did they when break did they break up? They broke up in 2011. Oh, my God. They lasted until 2011, yeah, though. Yeah, good for them. All right, we got to get this going They sang on. the theme song to JJ the Jet Plane. Who? It's like a show with creepy CGI planes with faces like Thomas oh, the Tank Engine, but like evil. That. Guys, this is just like mainlining nostalgia. You're right. You okay, buddy? <laughs> you need to take a break? Oh my god, I can't believe you think I look like that cartoon dog. <laughs> <laughs> All right, she's pretty cute. That's fine, I guess. Yeah, like, look. Now, this is horrific, though. This is like body horror. I remember being scared by this. Yeah, he but, starts... Like, as, as an adult, you're Ugh. like, oh my god, am I just turning into my parent? You yes, know, this that's is, what it's supposed to be. This is very be. real for me. It's scary in a different way now, but the, the horrifying transformation into <laughs> Goofy, and not just Goofy, but like a huge version of Goofy. A lot of power Goofy's line. a single dad just trying to do his best, he you is. know? It's nice. Goofy must make a good living, though, because there's like a lot of, a lot of expensive posters, cardboard cutouts of Powerline. Mm -hmm. So Powerline, I guess, is a combination of Michael Jackson and Prince, right? I, I think there's also some MC Hammer in there as well. Mm, like okay. the, the outfit, I don't know. It's really just any... Yeah, just like a multi-platinum. But I guess the title Eye to Eye is supposed to be Prince-esque yeah. of the song. I do look like a cartoon dog, so... <laughs> um, I liked your dance. Yeah. The, yeah? Uh, yeah, it's from Powerline's new video. I know, he's he's totally genius. Yeah, he's uh, he's doing a concert next week in L.A. Oh, yeah, Stacy's showing it at her party. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, Roxanne, I was, uh, sort of kind of thinking that maybe I'd, um, ask you to <coughs> go with me, that is, to the party. Of course, if you don't want to, I'd completely understand. Well, I was sort of kind of thinking that I'd love to. Yeah? Yeah. Good. Great. Terrific. Wonderful. All right. Okay. Come on, Roxanne. We don't want to belabor the moment now, do we? Well, I better be going. I'll, uh, call you later. Okay. Bye. Oh. <laughs> Bye. See? That wasn't so bad. I told you men are easy to deal with. Yes! She said yes! They're channeling, so not only do you get the awkward preteen romance, which mm -hmm. is now nostalgic, mm -hmm. now that we've all lived through that era of our lives, mm -hmm. but also the last day of school vibes, what a great thing to include in the movie, because yeah. even the young, even if you're too young for the romance stuff, you'll, you know what that feels like if you've been to school. I have worn that outfit, which is a little disturbing. A little bit. 
<laughs> Katie equals um, Roxanne? Question mark. Everybody went to school with one Bobby. <laughs> this did make me want to eat spray can cheese, but my mom would never buy it for Dang. me. Look at this absolutely wild crowd of kids yeah, in the, the auditorium. Teachers? In a post Columbine era, this whole scheme, oh, yeah. where they have like snuck to an area of the school they're not supposed to be yeah. in, are like essentially hijacking this yeah, uh, end absolutely. of year assembly with several unknown elements and like pyrotechnics mm -hmm. and scary lights. Yeah, they just cut the power. Oh, yeah. It's wild. I've seen you make that face Roxanne's making. <laughs> Never at me, though. <laughs> Sorry, kid. <laughs> it's usually at, like, a really good deal at Aldi. <laughs> we should go as Roxanne and uh, Max Goof for Halloween, though. All right, but Max Goof like this. Yeah, when he's his fake power line, yeah. <laughs> this is insanely dangerous. As an adult, I'm very concerned. <laughs> They're swinging him around the auditorium. As an adult, I am intense. Intensely worried. With no harness, he just has a hook in his belt. Principal Mazer is not the villain here. <laughs> he is just an adult trying to keep kids safe. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, like, so I have laughed more on this episode about 15 minutes into the movie than I've ever laughed. In the previous 100 plus. I'm just happy Goofy is working a job that he's good at, he seems to enjoy. Okay, something I didn't realize at age 5 or age 15. Mm -hmm but maybe at age 28. They go through such lengths to show how good Goofy is with kids to stress that he's really hurt by the fact that yeah, his own relationship is with his now child. aged yeah. out of this because they must have had this really beautiful yeah. bond. Oh, absolutely. His own relationship with his child is not the same as it was. Are you crying? Oh my God, you are! <laughs> it makes no sense. Oh my God! There's actually a tear rolling just, right now, guys. I just got dust in my eye. You do There's not. A... You're thinking about... the. Goofy's relationship sense. with Max. We don't have kids. Again, I have a great relationship with my dad. And this how... is just really touching. It's just about how relationships change over time. Yeah. People age. One of my favorite moments right there was the Leaning Tower of Cheesa. It's a classic. Ah. Max, look. It's the Leaning Tower of Cheesa. <laughs> oh my god, it's a pay-per-view concert, isn't it? Yes. Stacy's rich. Stacy would be rich. It's a nice touch that he is mamboing. Yeah. Because it's what his dad does. Yeah. Are you crying? Oh my god, he's crying again! I'm not. Oh my god, are those paddles? Yeah, oh, look at the different ones. There's like... There's like one with, with like nails yeah, in it. Yeah, yeah. It just seems a bit extreme. Like, I feel like Max has never he's had, had zero infractions before. before yeah. And he literally told Goofy his son would end up in the electric chair. Hello. Uh, yes, Mr. Goof. This is Principal Mazer. I'm calling in regard to your son, Maximilian. Max? Oh my gosh, is he hurt? No, Mr. Goof, he's in trouble. Trouble? What kind of trouble? Dressed like a gang member. Gang member? Your son caused the entire student body uh, to break into a riotous frenzy. Riot? Couldn't be mine. If I were you, Mr. Goof, I'd seriously reevaluate the way you're raising your child before he ends up in the electric chair. The electric chair? What am I gonna do? Somewhere in like Maryland. Yeah, it looks like it. It is crazy that they made an actual like kind of emotional and watchable movie with Goofy as one of the I two know, leads. Right? Cause you know, I feel like Goofy's a really involved parent and mm -hmm. he's like, oh my God, no matter what I do, <laughs> no matter, no matter how well you raise him, sometimes it's just, it's just genetics. And then he's having a panic attack and he's driving him to Idaho. <laughs> he's probably just going to leave him there. Are you crying again? No, this is just brutal. You're right, buddy. It's so well acted. It's nuts, right? I don't know if it's just because I am so nostalgic about it. Oh my god, you should be so lucky to go on a road trip with your father. He's a teenager. Man, this he's not going to be around forever. 
Oh no. I hope they make a third Goofy movie that's about Max now dealing with aging Goofy. An eight track player. <laughs> Amazing. His dad's just trying to keep him out of the electric chair. I really don't like how distracted of a driver Goofy is. Oh my god, you can't stop. You can't stop dancing. It's like not that good, but it's catchy. So there's Mickey and uh, Donald making it even weirder that he has a uh, Mickey Mouse phone. This is a lot. I remember being terrified of the Possum Park. Also terrified that my parents would want yes. to take me there. Am I correct in thinking you've been to places not dissimilar to Lester's Possum Park? I think I've been to the real world equivalent <laughs> of Lester's Possum Park. You know, it's a bad age for Max. If he was like two years older, he would come here just ironically, to make Goofy happy. Yeah. And it'd be fun for him ironically, right? Costume characters freak me out. There are real possums here. Yes. But they behave like animals. They can't speak. Yes. Very confusing. It is kind of confusing. Because these dogs like, are all real. Who gets to who gets to speak English? A mouse and Mickey is whatever. Wait, there's no point of this conversation. Yeah, we're going down a rabbit hole that we don't need to go down. Oh god. I've definitely been inside a building that is shaped like a marsupial. <laughs> I don't know where it was and I don't uh, know when a, it was. Guys, we're unearthing a repressed memory. Oh no. This is like a classic Katie's family trip too. You drive somewhere, but like you're <laughs> Just, like, stop these strange people. Make many weird stops. Yeah. Did you ever reach this phase where you were grumpy about it? You know what? Once on the Skyline Drive, I got really mad, but it was because I was, like, gonna be ill because we were, like, on the edge okay. of a mountain, and I just couldn't look out the window. My parents were like, look! And I was like, ah, I can't! It was a bad time. Sorry, Kate. It's okay. I lived. This is, like, the most beautiful campsite. Max is over here being a grouch. He's a grouchy little guy. He's a typical 15-year-old boy. Now in the show, there was a mom. Pete had a wife and PJ had a mom and a sister. I don't know why they're just conspicuously missing from this movie. I think Pete killed them both. I think he has the CTE. Wrong. You're wrong, Goof. <laughs> PJ's great at cyber. So tell me, Goof, is that kid of yours still giving you guff? I don't know what's wrong. Just seems like everything I try only drives Max further away. Maybe I ought to just back off. I don't know. Wrong, Goof. Look, if you keep them under your thumb, they'll never end up in the gutter. I wouldn't take parenting advice from Pete. No, absolutely not. What is Bigfoot here? Like, wouldn't Bigfoot be a man? Yeah, he's probably just like a homeless character in this universe. Yeah. He's just off the grid. Don't you wish that you had an unforgettable father-son adventure like this across this great nation? <laughs> a la Jack Kerouac. This is like found footage. This is scary. What a provider. I also thought this was very funny when Bigfoot does his disco dance. I don't know why disco dancing of this style was used to humorous effect so much in this era of Listen, cartoons. But... everybody loved disco in like fourth grade. I don't know what it was. Yeah. Are you crying again? In the middle of the Bigfoot scene, they put the most emotional moment practically in the whole movie. What are these writers' names? Jim, Jim. Magoon, Chris Matheson, and Brian Pimentel. Hi, Dad Soup. Oh, no. This dad and son haven't said I love you in a while. Yeah. I'm not sure. Oh, my God. Goofy's dad is dead. Yeah. Is Max... He's just thinking about his yeah. dad's death. Has Max ever met the grandfather? Oh, my God. Uh, he wrote Hi, Dad in his soup. When Goofy almost cries, oh it, really, you, it really you gets to me. You are crying. Guys... Go watch the Goofy movie before you judge me. Very relatable. Have you ever had to write with just the broken tip of a pencil? No, because I was always prepared with a second pencil. <laughs> That's the difference between you and me. 
Goofy was yeah. just jet skiing? Strange mime scene. You love the mime scene, don't lie. <laughs> They're changing a lot of tires here. To be fair, Goofy's not a very good driver. We've seen him yeah. recklessly run over things many times. Oh my god, I remember so fervently wishing that this um, hotel was real that had a waterbed with real fish inside it. Oh, oh my god, do you remember, do you remember oh this? Oh my god, yeah. It just looks gross in here. Like, you can imagine what this hotel would smell like. Just like mildew. Oh my god, that carpet is a shag carpet. Look uh, at it. Uh. What is Pete? Is he a dog too? He looks like a bat. Like a fat bat. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with Pete. I think he's an unhealthy dog. Love a good gooey cartoon pizza. How and why did I gleefully sit through these scenes as a child where they're just discussing parenting techniques? Yeah. Who is this movie for? I think it might be for you right now. Right now. I'm no longer Max, but I'm definitely not Goofy yet. If you had done like a just described the plot of the Goof Troop episode that we watched and then described this <laughs> without like... naming the characters. I would have been like, this is not the same show. Right. Also, their entire hotel room is covered in pizza. Oh, this is so sad. So Goofy is betrayed. Roxanne doesn't yet know she's been betrayed. Goofy's a pure soul. Rough. You right, buddy? Thinking of every time you've ever disappointed your father. <laughs> All right, so we stopped to go switch the laundry from the washer to the dryer. Yeah, we, we took a quick break from, from recording. Found out that our dryer was broken, and then we fixed the dryer by going to Lowe's and buying a dryer belt and installing it. It was and exciting. It was really exciting. The dryer belt cost $5. It was pretty cool. So um, I don't know why we're telling that story, because it's probably not that interesting. I'm just really excited about guys, it. Guys, if you're listening and you own your own dryer and it breaks... Try to fix it. Yeah, highly recommend it. Like, what's the worst that could happen? It becomes a giant fireball that engulfs your home? Well, eh, sure, it's fine. We're going to keep an eye on that because yeah. it's running right now. Resume. I think we this left could be off our last episode. That yes. Goofy and Max. Goofy had discovered Max had changed uh, the map. He's and discovered the betrayal. Now, he hasn't revealed that he knows about it yet. He's at a, uh, a, a, tor- a fork in the road. Crossroads. And he's asking Max which way to turn. They are literally and figuratively at a crossroads. California or Idaho? Oh, no. I'm just worried about all the perilous driving in this movie. That's why it's rated PG. I think I remember this being, like, entertaining hijinks, but now I'm just insanely (laughs) frightened. (laughs) Now, this has the kind of crazy cartooniness of Goof Troop, but while it's happening, they're having an awful, the type of father-son argument you can never take back. Yep. So it's still pretty uh, pretty real. Yeah. And now they might both die. They are underwater. careened into a canyon. I was only trying to take my boy fishing, okay? I'm not your little boy anymore, Dad. I've grown up. I've got my own life now. I know that. I just wanted to be part of it. Oh my God, you're crying from the line, Dad, I've got my own life now. To which Goofy says, I know that. I just want to be part of it. Oh my God. Brutal. <laughs> you're actually rolling a tear. <laughs> this movie. Kind of, this it's movie. It's kind of cute. <laughs> the only reason that he likes Roxanne so much is because she's so gullible. Roxanne really doesn't have a lot of agency in this movie. You know who has a lot of agency? Stacy. <laughs> You're obsessed with Stacy. Stacy doesn't like to get told what to do. She runs men's lives. <laughs> I am Stacy. You know what? Mad respect for Stacy. Look at their weird feet. I don't like their feet. <laughs> All right, so there's been a touching father-son uh, reconciliation, but now there has to be a crazy, we're about to fly off a waterfall moment. And now Goofy is going to catch the car yep. on a fishing line. That's fine. I don't know if Goofy ever feels like he's like the master of his own destiny. You know? Like, I think things just happen to Goofy. I think you're right. So Goofy has decided he will help his son yeah. go to the concert to prove somehow to Roxanne that, oh, never mind, wasn't a lie, we yeah. actually went, even though he was lying at the time. Yes. It's some kind of evil bro code that they have. <laughs> Max is not my favorite part of this story. <laughs> You know who is? Who is? 
Stacy. Yo, Stacy. And Bobby, obviously. <laughs> the lesson here is really bad. Yeah, no, the lesson is if you lie, you will be rewarded by going on national television on a pay-per-view concert so that your crush can see you. Did Max read the secret and like create his own truth? No. Bobby and Stacy, true love forever. That's who I'm here to ship. <laughs> I can't believe you know what ship means. I just learned what it means and I'm going to use it a lot. Bobby slash Stacy. Basie. Sobby. Guys, Katie's writing goofy movie fan fiction now. Help. I just learned what that was too. <laughs> goofy is telling his son to go be honest with Roxanne. And tell her, though I lied, my lie came true. Yes. What's going on with Max's pants? What do you mean? They're I just, just seem voluminous. They're quite big. I'm not gonna lie. Powerline's eye to eye is a jam. It's kind of good. <laughs> Guys, Katie won't stop dancing. I can't. I eye can't to eye stop. is playing over the entire credits. This movie's probably one of the top things that we have watched, I think. So it holds up. It 100% holds up. Is it, um, is it the same? Better? I would say that because we are now probably closer in age to Goofy Don't say it. No, dad, no, no, no. Than to Max Goof. Yes. Um, I watched it with a completely different set of eyes. Yes. Um, Agree. I think it holds up in a different way. What makes me sad is that Roxanne does not have a lot of agency. Like, she's just, like, yeah, this, this object. This doesn't pass the Bechdel no, test, does it? No. Um, Stacy's yes. life, though. Yeah, Stacy's pretty cool. You're, you're watching this ad and son trying to figure out what their relationship is As now a, that, right. you know, this child is, like, getting his own life. It's, I mean, it's neat. Like, it's it's neat. It's something that we've all done, right? Yep. So it's, very, it's super relatable. It's a little wild. Yeah, I, it, it holds up. If you've got, like, a, an hour and 20 minutes that you just don't know what to do with, like, maybe you're... At the DMV, or you're, you're you've injured your ankle and you need to rest it with some ice on it. This is, would be. A I'm gonna great... I'm gonna uh, be even more bold and say you could actually plan to watch this without having to be in some sort of uh, unpleasant situation. We're still watching the credits. Live action dance reference. So somebody oh. had to really do oh, that's cool. those dances. That's neat. Um, um, I, I think would... it holds up crazy. I yeah. would recommend you find other people who remember it fondly, invite them over and have a little get together. Yeah. You it's know, just, order a pizza. It's also have some cheese whiz. It's got that great like 90s aesthetic that everybody's so like crazy about again yeah. now. Like the title treatment on it, like the, the logo is like got it going on. That, yeah. that sort of like weird busy pattern. Max's outfits. It's just great. 
It's yeah. great. And you know what? If you don't have an hour and 20 minutes and you only have like three to four minutes, just listen to I2I by Power I2I is good or watch After Today. If you don't remember this and you're not sure if you watched it, watch After Today on YouTube, the opening number, and I think you'll be like, oh my God. Or what? maybe just watch Dr. Looney's Remedy. No, don't, don't watch, watch Dr. Dr. Looney's That's the one thing you don't have to do. It's so scary. Is watch the, the stuff from the beginning of the tape. It's like... Which you probably can't watch anyway, because if you're watching this like on Disney Plus or on yeah, the maybe. Blu-ray, I'm not sure that it's included. It's like some kind of evil MK Ultra thing that they would have shown Dude, to what like, if it, people in the What if 60s? we watched it now and it like activated whatever the brainwashing <laughs> was that it did to us then? But yeah, right. absolutely. 100% holds movie, up. Excellent. I'm in such a good mood. Yeah. Um, I'm never in this good of a mood when we actually finish the podcast. I usually want to like fight some... Now, unfortunately, cheese curls. we're just going to probably roll right in here and watch the extremely goofy movie for oh, next week. I can't week. wait for this to destroy so, my mood. Tune in next week. We're going to watch it an extremely goofy movie. Go watch a goofy movie. It's great. I don't even like Goof Troop. I did not enjoy yeah, watching no, that, but I loved this. If you want to like roll a tear as an adult, you, you realizing that like maybe your relationship with your own children in maybe 10 to 15 years is going to change. Or just remembering how your relationship with your own parents changed when you were a teenager. Or just remembering that we're all going to die someday. All right, guys, tell us what to watch in the future. Next week's going to be an extremely goofy movie. But after that, send us a voice message. Just click on the link in the description of this episode wherever you're listening to it or find us on social media or go to our website, www.nostalgia.org. And maybe we'll see eye to eye about it. I doubt it, though. Going somewhere, Pop? Sure. It's a vacation with me and my best buddy, Donald Duck. No, silly. With you. Uh, it's goofy. Give me a big Stop goofing around. In an outrageous full-length animated feature, we'll spend some real quality time together. I think I'm going to be sick. Walt Disney Pictures presents... Come on, this is going to be fun. The story of a father who couldn't be closer. What's the spirit, Maxie? God, this is embarrassing. To driving his son crazy. This is pathetic. Now, they're getting a crash course in becoming best friends. It's Bigfoot! Could you back up a bit, Mr. Foot? Uh, You're out of focus. This spring, one of Disney's favorite classic characters lands at theaters in the most hilarious It's the Leaning Tower of Cheesa. And hippest animated musical comedy ever. A little smoking. <laughs> A goofy movie. <laughs> Morning, son. Dad. It's hard to be cool when your dad is goofy. You look just like I did at your age. Please don't say that, Dad. 